Speaking of wild, wild card weekend coming up, and it's an awesome one. There's some amazing matchups. Welcome back. We promised we are joined right now by a former NFL center. He played his entire nine-season career for the Buffalo Bills. He was a pro bowler in 2015. He is a game analyst for the Bills Radio Network. He is host of the Centered on Buffalo and the What's Next with Eric Wood podcast. I am joined by Eric Wood. Eric, my brother, what's going on? How are you? I'm doing great, brother. How are you? Good, dude, good. Thanks so much for making time. Listen, before we get into Sunday's playoff game against the Steelers, as somebody who played in the AFC East when the Patriots ruled that division, I've got to get your thoughts. What was your reaction to Bill Belichick and the Pats parting ways? Yeah, I mean, eventually that run was going to end, and look, they were a dominant force. When you combined Bill Belichick and his defensive genius and the way he ran that team with Tom Brady and the way he ran the offense with that staff that had all that continuity, they were virtually impossible to beat. I mean, they were so good year in and year out. Um, it's had a bad end in New England, uh, but what a what a run he had. I mean, honestly, preparing for a Bill Belichick defense is as tough as anything throughout the week. And then even in-game with the adjustments and the nuances he would bring, um, as tough as anyone to prepare for and play against, uh, a lot of respect. Uh, for me to coach Belichick in his tenure in New England. Eric, I appreciate your thoughts and your insight on that topic. Eric Wood joining us. Now, just as the Pats used to stack division titles, now it is the Bills who have won four straight AFC Eastern crowns. This one, though, was not easy, Eric. How would you explain a team falling to 5-5 five and five with a home loss to Denver on November 13th, ripping off five straight to close out the regular season? In your mind, what changed? So they had some injuries earlier in the season. Week five against the Jaguars over in London, especially that defense got ravaged by injuries, and they started trading wins and losses and found themselves – they fell to six and six as well. And so they sat at six and six heading into the bye week. They made a change at offensive coordinator two weeks prior. Under Joe Brady as the OC, six and one the Bills are. But, look, their backs are against the wall, and you got a team that is extremely resilient. They've gotten healthier at the end of the season – uh, GM Brandon Bean made a great pickup at the trade deadline at Rasul, with Rasul Douglas bringing him in from Green Bay. And this is a team that is getting hot at the right time. You win five in a row, and really this defense, you know, this offense has been the healthy side of the football, but this defense has really carried them. They play three of the top offenses in the league, and, you know, they hold them all under 20 points, including the Chiefs, the Cowboys, and then the Dolphins. Last week they hold them to 14 points, and they end up with the crowd, which I, I – look, when I played for the Bills, we were all staring up at New England and the division. But this Bills-Dolphins rivalry that dated back even prior to Marino and Kelly and all that through the early 90s, I feel like this rivalry's back, and to have – that game and that atmosphere last Sunday night was about as good as it gets. Eric Wood breaking it down. Eric, so Lamar Jackson is going to inevitably rip the MVP award, but Josh Allen is going to get some votes. He accounted for 44 touchdowns this year, but he did throw a career-high 18 interceptions, the second-highest total in the league so far or this year. How would you sum up Josh's season overall? You know, there was um... – there was it was a roller coaster ride. I mean, uh, when I left the Dolphins game last week, I described that as almost like the season: a rough start, a roller coaster ride, and you come out on top of the division. And Josh's season has, in a nutshell, been like that as well. Everyone focuses on ever since Week One against the Jets when he had the four turnovers and they lose after Aaron Rodgers gets hurt. I feel like the narrative was 
uh, that Josh Allen is a turnover machine, and he was virtually eliminated from the MVP race then. He's now gone on to leave the NFL in touchdowns, leave the NFL in total yards. They rip off five in a row to win the division at the end, and I feel like Josh is playing some really good football right now. But, Rome, I mean, you get guys like Josh Allen, and he truly doesn't care about the stats. For instance, last week on fourth and two, he's dead to rights. He could have thrown that ball away. Instead, he throws it up in the end, in the end zone, and he gets picked. Well, it could have been a turnover. They gained 15 yards, but that's just another turnover for Josh Allen. And he's had a few of those arm punts this year where, you know, he doesn't care necessarily about, you know, an interception that, you know, it's going to show up on the stat sheet, but it doesn't really hurt the team. And that's not all of them. I understand that. But he's a rare breed where, look, he's going to go try and put the team on his back. He's done it his whole life. He's a kid who goes to a JUCO out of high school, and he can get one scholarship offer to the University of Wyoming from there. And then he goes to a Bills team that doesn't have a lot of talent. And he's always had to put the team on his back always who he's likely going to be we are talking to Eric Wood you know Eric when you look at the Steelers I mentioned you mentioned the Bills are playing great ball right now they're red hot the Steelers were actually hot at the right time they've won three straight Mason Rudolph's got their offense playing their best ball of the season when you look at them on film what do you see right now and what do you think this game comes down to yeah, so Mason Rudolph has played good football. And, you know, they, they put Mason Rudolph in, and they go from averaging 17 points a game to 27 points per game. They play, you know, Jake Browning in Cincinnati. It's different than playing a Joe Burrow team uh, against the Bengals. They play the backups with the Ravens. They had a really nice win at Seattle two, two weeks ago. That was impressive to me to go on the road in Seattle to the teams fighting for playoff chances. And so uh, Coach Tomlin's got them back in the playoffs. But for me – what I see from the Steelers, you know, in general with their entire team is they have the second fewest turnovers in the NFL. They only have 16 turnovers on the entire season, and they got the six fewest penalties. They're a well-coached team. They're disciplined, and they allow you to beat yourself. So when you look at this Bills team, this is a Bills team that has a tendency to beat themselves at times, whether it's been penalties or turnovers in the past. And so when you look at this game, I think the Bills are the better team, especially when you take T.J. Watt, who might be – you know, he's likely top five player in all of football, not just saying defense. You take him off the field for the Steelers, and the Bills should win this game. The Steelers team, that's not going to make it easy. Eric Wood joining us for another moment or so. All right, I can appreciate that too. So, Eric, you, before you go, you had your former teammate Kyle Williams on your Centered on Buffalo pod this week. I know that's your dude. How much fun did you have chopping it up with him, and how did that interview go, conversation? It went great. In classic Kyle Williams fashion, he's sitting in his high school where he's defensive coordinator of his high school team. I don't think he's done a media appearance in about three years, so Bills fans got a big kick of that. And what uh, originally was going to be kind of me catching up with him and getting some thoughts on the game this week and the Bills season turned into about 35 minutes of banter back and forth and us making fun of each other and former teammates. And uh, There was even an Aaron Schobel reference in there talking about his old grumpy butt on there. So, anyways, we had a ton of fun. Uh, Bills fans and, and people around the country have, have eaten that up. But, look, Kyle Williams, to me, he's a six-time Pro Bowler. Twice he went on IR late in the season or opted to have off-season surgery before the Pro Bowl, or he probably makes eight. To me, he should be about as big of a star as J.J. Watt, except for he played in the longest playoff drought in all of pro sports when we were with the Bills, and we had the smallest market. We only played in – I think in his 13-year career, he probably played in two to three 
primetime games that weren't Thursday night, so he didn't get all the notoriety. But when you talk to linemen around the league that played in those 2010s, most of them will say Kyle Williams was the hardest defensive tackle to go against. Love the dude. Absolutely love the dude. Leave me with this thought. Did the two of you agree on the best wing spot in Buffalo? Where did you each come out on that? Yeah, so Kyle said Barbill, and I would agree with that, but there are so many good ones up there. I mean, you can't have wings in Buffalo not be great or else you just won't stay in business because they have great wings everywhere. Kyle's also a blue cheese guy. you got to be a blue cheese guy. I had, I had Gronkowski on there a couple weeks ago, and Gronk, who's originally from Buffalo, had, a, had a, the, the strongest take I've ever heard about blue cheese. Uh, but, uh, yeah, the wings of Buffalo are, are a different animal. I mean, they're just different from most you see around the country because they, they take pride in the presentation. They take pride in the sauce. You know, you get one of those little crappy wings, they'll throw it out before they put it on your plate. And so uh, we both agreed on Barville, but there's a bunch of good ones up there. Hey, Eric, was Gronk's take not suitable for daytime air? <laughs> no, it was, it was suitable. He listed about three spots uh, that – most of which uh, I had never even heard of. He's he's from Buffalo, so he had he had off off the radar spots, which I appreciate. Now I got now I got some more spots I get to check out. Hey Eric, how are the wings in Kentucky? The wings in Kentucky are okay, and you know when you compare them to Buffalo, they're just tough to they're they're tough to compete with. So if I'm getting wings in, in Louisville, I'm going with like a smoked wing or something, just because I don't want to leave disappointed. Eric Wood, my guest. Also, I want to point you or direct you to his other excellent podcast, What's Next with Eric Wood. It's a great, great pod. Eric, appreciate you, man. That is as good an effort. I mean, you always show up like that, but that was an awesome effort right ahead of Wild Card Weekend. I appreciate you, man. Have a great weekend. I know you and I will do it again soon. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate that, brother. And I'll, I'll always bring it for you. You know that. No, you do, dude. And I appreciate you. I appreciate the friendship. Appreciate the professionalism, too. Eric Wood, always showing up like that. By the way, he brings that for everybody, but will always show up like that for us. And Bill's Mafia, he is a pro.